Hi, and welcome to another podcast from The Human Diver, where we are looking to apply counter-errorism techniques in diving. By that, we mean human factors and non-technical skills. Our goal is to give you the knowledge and skills so that your dives are safer and more enjoyable. The podcast is a mixture of short podcasts based on the blogs we have and longer podcasts, which will be interviews or discussion topics. Show notes will be provided so you can dig deeper if you want. Ready to jump in? This is the transcript of a radio conversation of a US naval ship with Canadian authorities off the coast of Newfoundland. Americans, please divert your course 15 degrees to the north to avoid a collision. Canadians, recommend you divert your course 15 degrees to the south to avoid a collision. Americans, this is the captain of a US Navy ship. I say again, divert your course. Canadians, no. I say again, you divert your course. Americans, this is the aircraft carrier USS Lincoln, the second largest ship in the United States Atlantic Fleet. We are accompanied by three destroyers, three cruisers, and numerous support vessels. I demand that you change your course 15 degrees north, that's one five degrees north, or countermeasures will be undertaken to ensure the safety of this ship. Canadians, this is a lighthouse, your call. Many of you will have heard that apocryphal story before, but it's worth rereading it as more than just a joke. After all, it's exactly conversations like this that happen on a daily basis and cause things to go wrong. So why is communication so difficult? There are a lot of barriers in place. Obvious ones like language or underwater, a lack of language. Distractions and culture, but also ones like fear. Fear of looking stupid or of punishment. In places where there's a high authority gradient, the boss is the boss and must not be questioned, it can be very difficult for anyone who's in a lower position to speak up especially if what they're trying to say is seen as being negative. This is why instructors need to actively work to make sure the students are free to comment and ask questions without them being scared of being told off or made to look stupid. Many people will have encountered the godlike instructor who laughs at stupid students. As the students are the ones who don't know what they don't know, a good instructor should be making sure students are comfortable to ask what might be seen as stupid questions. After all, they wouldn't be asking if they already knew the answer. The other problem that often occurs is that what is being said is understood perfectly by the person saying it, but the listener thinks they're talking about something else. This happens very often if the context is missing. For example, if someone has come in late and missed the first part of a briefing, they may be thinking of an entirely different dive site and be confused about the information that they're being told. Irony and sarcasm can be easily misunderstood too. It's really important for us to remember that the responsibility for clear communication comes from the person who is transmitting the message. A good way of checking that our communication was clear is to question people on what has been said. Using open questions, ones that can't be answered with just yes or no, makes people really think about their answers and will clearly show if they've understood or not. Finally, when it comes to communication, we need to remember that it's not just what we say, but how we say it that is important. Think of a drill sergeant versus a nursery school teacher. Even if they were saying the same thing, they'll have very different ways of saying it. I practice kickboxing at night, and one day I called my coach to tell him I wouldn't be able to make my class that evening because I was doing a decompression dive that afternoon and I wouldn't have had a long enough surface interval before doing exercise. He speaks basic English and I don't speak any Arabic. He also doesn't dive. He started to tell me how I needed to train often to keep improving and that I can't get lazy. And just because I'd done some work that day, I had to push through and train anyway. 
I then knew that his mental picture and understanding of the situation was very different to what I'd said. So it was up to me to explain basic decompression sickness in a way he could understand and why I wasn't being lazy. So for us to ensure our communication is understood, we have to check to make sure everyone understands what was said. And we think about not only what we're saying, but also how we say it and try to have patience with people who ask stupid questions. After all, at one point you were in the same position as them. Thanks for listening to this podcast. If you'd like to know more about what was discussed in this episode, head over to the Human Diver website at thehumandiver.com where you will find details about our education programs, the If Only documentary, the book Under Pressure, and the many, many blogs we have published there. If you think others should listen and learn, consider sharing the link. Thank you.